Welcome to the Information Systems for Business podcast. I'm your host, Craig Van Slyke. The main purpose of the podcast is to augment the book, Information Systems for Business and Experiential Approach by Franz Belanger, Craig Van Slyke, and Rob Crossler. The book is published by Prospect Press. Before we get started, I want to give a few disclaimers. The podcast purposely omits many details in order to get to the high points of each chapter. So listening to the podcast is not a substitute for reading the book. Each episode contains my view of the most important points of each chapter. Your professor may have a different view. The podcast is solely my responsibility, so any errors are on me, not my co-authors, your professors, Prospect Press, or my employer. Enough of the disclaimers, let's get to the good stuff. In this episode of Information Systems for Business, we hit the high points of Chapter 5, Storing and Organizing Information. The focusing story for Chapter 5 discusses the amount of data that Facebook tracks, including a billion objects such as pages, groups, and events, over 30 billion bits of content such as posts, photos, and videos, and connections among over 3 billion active users. Facebook has to use a variety of tools to manage its massive, complex databases. You probably won't ever have to deal with databases this large and complex, but you will almost certainly have to access data in order to do your job. Since you're going to have to use information stored in databases, it makes sense to have some understanding of what's going on behind the scenes with these databases. This chapter helps you understand a common method for storing and organizing data, relational databases. Fortunately, although they seem kind of mysterious and can be very complicated, the basics are pretty easy to understand. The main part of Chapter 5 starts out with an overview of relational databases. A database is just an organized collection of data. Databases are managed by... Database management systems, which is descriptive if not particularly creative. Database management systems provide ways to maintain, create, and use databases. Although it's possible to manage data with spreadsheets, there are drawbacks to this approach for all but very simple databases. Relational databases offer a better approach. Relational databases store data in the form of connected tables. We'll talk a little bit more about how these connections work later. After introducing you to the basic concept of relational databases, the chapter goes over a common method for representing the structure of these databases using something called entity relationship diagrams. Next, Chapter 5 briefly discusses online databases and then gives a short introduction to a concept called big data. Regardless of your profession, you're going to be dealing with data. So it's useful to understand the basics of how data are organized and managed. Even though most of you will primarily use data rather than figuring out how it should be stored and maintained. Spreadsheets are okay for really simple databases, such as a simple list, but they suffer from a number of weaknesses. These include unnecessary data duplication, which is the cause of a lot of the other problems, the potential for inconsistent data, such as having two spellings for someone's name. Believe me, this is a problem if your last name has a space in it like mine does. Difficult data retrieval and search, poor data integrity, and difficulty in integrating different data elements such as customers and orders. Relational databases solve these problems by organizing data in the form of connected tables. Tables are made up of records, which are shown in rows, that contain fields, which are shown in columns. If you picture a list with one thing, like a customer on each row, and a different characteristic, uh, such as a company ID or company name in each column, you've got the basic idea. A row-column intersection would show, for example, the company name of a specific customer. It's really easier to understand this if you have an example, so see Table 5.1 in the book. Every table in a relational database has exactly one primary key, so that's an important term to understand. The value of that key identifies a specific row in the table. 
For example, a customer ID might be a primary key for a customer's table. You can identify a specific customer by their customer ID. Relational databases work through a cross-referencing system in which a value in a row of one table acts as a pointer to a specific row in a related table. The pointer is known as a foreign key. Foreign keys point to primary keys in a related table. I know this sounds really complicated, but it's really not all that tough to understand if you see it visually. So take a look at figure 5.2 in the book. See, you really do need to read the book. Database diagrams show the structure of a relational database, but they don't show the data itself. These diagrams are useful for understanding how the different pieces of the database fit together. If you're interested in analytics, be sure to pay particular attention to database diagrams. They're very useful for understanding how to retrieve the data you might need to analyze. Big data refers to data that's so large and complex that it can't be managed using traditional methods. Sometimes you'll hear people talk about the three V's of big data. These are volume, velocity, and variety. Some folks have added more V's, but we don't care about that right now. Volume refers to the amount of data being stored. Velocity refers to how quickly the data moves through the particular system. Variety refers to the number of different data sources and data types that provide the data that needs to be stored. So you might imagine there's a lot more to big data, but that's enough for now. Here are the big things to remember for Chapter 5. Many of you will need to understand how relational databases are structured in order to perform data analysis tasks. Relational databases are a common way to store data in a way that avoids data integrity problems. Relational databases store data in a system of interrelated tables with pointers called foreign keys that refer back to primary keys and related tables. Big data is an important emerging aspect of data management and use. Okay, that's it for this episode. Remember that you still need to read the chapter since the book has much more detail. Have I mentioned that yet? Fortunately, we, the co-authors, worked really hard to keep the chapter short and to the point so the reading shouldn't be too bad. Talk to you next time.